Drink it in now. Deep left side carry on. Picks on the block. At the five. At the two. At the one to the end zone. Touchdown Detroit Lions. Drink it in now. Get up Stafford throws. It is end zone. I love the Lions. Say it with me. I love the Lions. Drink it in. Detroit Kool-Aid, what is going on, everybody? We are back. We're back, me and Grifka, on a Wednesday. You know what we do. We talk Lions football. We got lots on the docket. You don't want to miss this show. There could be surprises. There's going to be lots of Lions talk. Week two of the preseason in the books, heading to week three. Grifka, what's going on, buddy? Hey, man, I'm just glad half the preseason's over. Okay, we're over. We're halfway to real, real football, you know, so uh, that's, that's what I'm looking forward to. Oh my goodness, right around the corner, man, and uh, the preseason is just absolutely worthless. I mean, it's it's just, it's crazy how everybody's reading into everything, and what about this, what about that? I mean, we're going to talk about a lot today, but um, I cannot wait till September hits and we get some real games. So, um, Grifka, news and notes off the top, uh, Lions have kind of been looking or trying to figure out what they're going to do at the receiver, even though they got about you know, 12, 13 still on the roster. Um, they went ahead and dropped a... <coughs> backup running back and brought in uh lastly i think it was it jordan lastly at receiver played out in denver and was with baltimore i believe um any quick takes on him um yeah this guy can't stick with the team i think baltimore was like his third team and what i know from this guy i mean he's he's fast you know which is good but this guy has problems you know holding on to the ball so uh even if he makes the team, I don't think Lions fans will really like him because Lions fans have experienced enough players who can't hold on to a football. So, uh, um, hey, well, you know, welcome to the club. Um, we'll see you for a couple weeks before you're cut. That's my take on it. <laughs> yeah, I'm right there with you. And, like, you know, we'll get into it when we do the game review, but I thought I saw some good things from some of the, the guys on the outside. Uh, and like you say, I, I'm just really curious how that shakes out. I don't know, you know, why they need so many bodies when you really got to figure out if, you know, the guy drafted as well as a couple of these guys in their second or third year can do it. And uh, that's what I'm interested in. So like you say, I think last year will be around a bit. I think he may flash again if he gets some, some opportunities, but I don't think it'll be enough to kind of stick on with the team here in a wide receiver role. So Griffin, next item I had was, um, Matt Pat was um, doing his pressers and like usually either I'm at work or I'm kind of, you know, I'll catch him at my lunch or, you know, when I get home, I'll try to watch these pressers. Cause I mean, I got to admit Matt Pat's my guy, but this guy is, is starting to become the catchphrase central. I mean, kind of like another guy I know. Um, he, he keeps saying the same things and he keeps sort of giving these non answers and, I don't know. It's frustrating me, but the other day he said something that perked my ears up. So they, they kind of asked him like, is this the dress rehearsal? And he got into this big long answer about kind of like what an NFL game week looks like about how like each day 
you know, the first day they might be watching like long form tape and then they're watching cut ups on another day and then they're position specific. And then this day is strictly, you know, red zone, um, you know, third and shorts, you know, all these different situations. It kind of had it all segmented out. So it really just piqued my interest because a lot of the coaching stuff when it comes down to X's and O's or, you know, oh, I want to out scheme this guy. To be honest, <clears throat> excuse me, that side of the, the game really doesn't interest me as much as you know, like the roster building, the draft, the dollars and cents does. But I kind of would love to see at the very ground level, like an NFL work week, like see it from, from, you know, after the game on a Sunday, all the way through that next Saturday, what do they do each day? Like how intensive are these cut up videos? They make the players watch. Like what are these guys talking about? That's just so in depth and so, you know, um, troublesome that it's just the hardest thing ever to learn. I mean, what's your take on like an NFL work week, and I don't know if you heard these comments from Matt Pat, but they were kind of interesting without giving away everything. But I seem like he opened up a little bit to what they do, how they do it, as well as how segmented it is. Well, I'm sure every coach is probably a little different how they uh, handle, you know, work weeks, how much videotape they watch. And, you know, I'm sure they leave the players up to it's like, you know, it'd probably be better for you if you watched a little more tape. And that's where you always hear the, uh, you know, first one in, last one out, guys always turn off the lights, you know, one of those type things. So, um, I, I don't know if I find it all that interesting per se. I mean, I know, yeah, I know they every team breaks down a lot of tape and yeah, I'm sure there's certain situations, like you said, we're going to really focus on goal line. I mean, you know, see what we need to improve there. And, you know, you're right. I mean, I'm more interested in like, you know, how we make the team, who's making the, you know, who's making the team, what are you looking for to build the team, what type of players are you looking for, more so than scheme and stuff like that, and I'm sure there's plenty of people out there, you know, you know, guys that coach peewee football, guys that coach high school football, you know, guys that play, you know, high school, college ball, and they've had to break down hours and hours of tape, so maybe they do, like, stuff like that, but, you know, like you, not, you know, trying to agree with you per se, I mean, I guess, you know, building a team, and, um, what type of players you're looking for, you know, cause it happens in drafts like, Oh, go get this linebacker. Well, he's a three, four linebacker. We run a four, three. You think he's going to translate, you know, something like that, you know, interests me more than something to the effect of like, okay, well, if this defense is playing a cover two on the third and eight, and we're on our 40 yard line, we want this split here out this wide receiver. And we want the running back, you know, three yards deep instead of five, you know, something like that, you know? So it's his comments, you know, how he breaks down the team. I think it's more information than he's really given at a lot of his pressers. But like you, I find the building of the team, who's on the team, more interesting than the other aspect of it. Yeah, I get where you're coming from. I guess like what I was saying is we've never seen it. You know, we've never seen the actual, you just hear, oh, man, we're, we're grinding tape. What does that mean? Like, I'd love to see it at an NFL level. Like, Oh, we, we, we come in and we have these, I mean, I know Stafford was hitting on how hard our practices are. I mean, we get, we get all these crazy looks, the coach will stop practice and, and tell us we got fourth and seven and, and, and no timeouts. And I would just love to see that throughout the week, as well as, you know, how Matt Pat says he, he changes it up versus every opponent. Like, 
what kind of stress does that put on the players in regards to learning? Like, what are they sending home with a guy like uh, a Sean and saying, Hey, study this. You better know it tomorrow. Cause we're gonna be ready to rock and roll. He said like, they only get one chance to do it. Right. So like if they send them home with a certain package or a cut ups to watch, they come back the next day and they do it. And he goes, we don't have time to go back and do it. You got to not, not only know it, but do it right. Because we got to move on to the next thing. Like, I just physically want to see that because it's either really intensive and really high level or it just sounds that way. And it's 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 much more basic than we ever get to really see. Well, that and like you said, I guess I would want to compare it to, you know, obviously the reporters can come and watch practice every once in a while. And like you've said it before, was it the was it the Caldwell? Uh, it was it. um what do you call it? The Caldwell uh, Country Club. You know what were his? I mean, we saw his practices in in um, in uh, early on in the season. You know, compared to like Matt Pats, and maybe it's one of those things like you know with the bargaining agreement, they can only do so much. But still, in midseason, what are the practices like? You know, so I guess I I can see I can see your point of view on that. You know, how tough are those practices? You know, you know, fourth week of the season, eighth week of the season. You know, stuff like that. So. Yeah, that that is pretty interesting because I know just like I only played high school football. I know as the season wore on, the, the practices <laughs> got less intense simply because it's, you know, you've been practicing since early August and it's a long season and your body just can't take the beating. So I would assume maybe that would happen in the pros too, but you're right. Maybe I don't know. Maybe they are out there in week 10 pounding the crap out of each other like they were in week two. So who knows? So, so Grifka, we got to move on, but like, now that I not only explained it, but proved my point, you kind of, I don't know, you agree. I agree with uh, you. Uh, <laughs> um, let, let's keep this thing moving, man. So, I hate to break in. I hate to break in. Sorry. We're sitting here to do this at a certain time. I just saw this. I don't know if you've seen this, but the Lions have actually given Snacks Harrison a one-year extension. I don't know if you're able to pull that up. I just saw that come across the bottom line, you know, on uh, – as I'm sitting here watching TV, so that's breaking news to anybody. But so by time people listen to this, they probably would have already known that. But that's the first I've seen that. So, you know. Oh my, Grifka! Breaking news! It must be his guy that usually calls him at 2 a.m. Broken with a text message, or did this come from Lions 24/7, Grifka? I'm actually sitting here watching ESPN, and it crawled across the bottom. You know, so. uh that's what happened. So Adam Schefter reported it. My buddy Adam Schefter, who went to the <laughs> University of Michigan, called me to let me know. He actually pinged me a text, said, Mike, you're going to want to know this for the podcast. And he's like, I was going to call it on the line at 989-272-3484, but I thought you'd want to know this right now. So I appreciate you, Adam uh, Schefter, for doing that. Absolutely incredible. Grifka, um, I, I mean, I got one definite sound drop for that. Yeah! 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 I'm uh, I'm real happy about that. We were gonna do something else, but let's let's break here for a second. Uh, what's the details on it? And I'm sorry, I I just thought he didn't give me the dollars or anything. It's just a one year extension added on, so it's gonna mm. keep the guy happy here for at least a couple more years, which is a uh, you know not a bad thing. I mean, like you said, like we talked before, he balled out. Well, you know, show what he could do. He's here now. He's I'm assuming with this extra cash, I'm hoping he's gonna look to continue balling out like he did before. Uh, the, the beautiful sense of Twitter, Rifka, I just typed it in the first thing on my feed, Lion sign Harrison to a one-year extension, 12 million in guarantees. 
There, there you go. Adam Schefter must be too busy to like give me all the details. He just let me know really quick. <laughs> and the other thing I love about it, Grifka, is that, like you said, it makes the guy happy. It kind of extends him, but it doesn't overextend him. It's not like they gave him three years at a big number. Even if the number's bigger, as long as the years are, are, are what they are with that one extra year, I think that's just great for all sides involved. It seems like another great move by Bob Quinn. It's like, hey, Snacks, we're not going to give you three more years when you're you know, nearing that that time for defensive tackles. We love what you do, but it's also not a premier position. It's not like you sack the quarterback, you know, 12, 15 times a year, but one year and give him a nice little price tag with a probably a little bump there and a lot of different levels for him. Make the guy happy. Let him go out now and stop the run. Gotta love it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. There you go. There's the breaking, the breaking news for everybody. I love it. I thought you were going to stop us for something stupid like you normally do, but that was good. There you go, right there. <laughs> now, Grifka, that's actually going to save you, too, because the next thing I was going to do is is pick a big fight with you. And the reason I'm going to pick a fight with you is because I, I tried to check in with you during the Lions game about, like, you know, were you were you seeing some of my live tweets, which I had a ton of fun doing with the fans on Twitter, uh, just kind of worked out well, where I was able to do a live tweet session for Lions Wire and uh, interacting with fans, sort of just putting everything out there as I saw it, putting out the uh, hashtag Lions Wire Live. That was super fun. So I check in with you to see if you're seeing this or what's going on with you. And you you write me back and say you're at a function. Are you kidding me? Like, what kind of response is that? Who does that? Go to functions? You know, Say they're at a function. That's where <laughs> I was. Go I was at a function. Yeah. I was, I was oh. at a I was, I was, I was somewhere. I mean, that's what I, <laughs> I went back to my hometown to see a couple, couple of my, my, my bros that we go back to day one, man. They're my day ones. I mean, that's what I was doing. Oh, my gosh. It was such a ridiculous man. response. You're so lucky I didn't light you up for that. Yeah, I was at a function. How <laughs> was, was at I a function? Okay. Out of town. <laughs> Grifka, you did give me a little uh, word before we got rolling on the show that you did uh, connect with some old friends that uh, a few were fans of the show and others are new listeners. I mean, you want to shout anybody out? You want to give any props? I mean, then you can really tell if they're listening, if they hear a shout. I mean, you want to you do any of that? You just want to thank anybody or no? Well, I want to thank my friend who came over and started the conversation, Casey. You know who I'm talking about? He came over and said, what you up, the Casey? show. And a couple of people I was talking to, like, what are they talking about? So, busted out. My friend Nolan, I was sitting chatting with him, told him, pointed out where we're at. And then my other buddy, man, he's guy's a professional. He's guy's a professional, you know, fisherman, Jeff Fader. Professional fisherman out there working his tail off. He's like, I listen to uh, podcasts all the time when I'm driving. Where are you at? Found him put him on there too so maybe he's out fishing you know i'm sure you know i'm not a fisherman myself so i'm not sure what he's actually listening to while he's fishing but you know <laughs> you can go out and talk to some other people doing that too and uh, let them know if there's any other lions fan out there on the fishing tour let us know hit us up man we're there nolan jeff man shout out uh appreciate you guys sort of uh, giving the show a chance and the best part is like so these guys asked grifka hey what's the deal you got a show where's it at Grifka had like 10 ways they could listen. He's just like, man, we're on Apple. We're on Spotify. You can hit us up on TuneIn. Um, just so many ways to listen to the show. And like like I said, it was a simple click. They click subscribe. Now it's going to come right to their phone. We sure hope they listen to this show for the shout out. And it's just a um, reminder. Everybody share this with a friend. Football season's right around the corner. Uh, Grifka, 
always kind of uh, helping us get other listeners as well as other people. We really appreciate that. And uh, like you say, Detroit Kool-Aid, man, it's going to be flowing this year. Yeah, big time with this team, of course. Let's get into uh, – let's take a break here, and then we're, I want to talk to you about this game. Yeah, man, let's get into it. Grifka, right before we go to break, I mean, I've done this last couple shows. Can I do a really quick Caruso for the people? Sure, man. I, I'm, I, I enjoy these things. <laughs> All right, let, let me tee this up. So I already explained it. So there's no people will just get these the more we do them. But I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hit this, and I'm gonna have to hit the music perfect timing. So here we go. Well, Griff, I guess you could say against the Texans, David didn't fails. <laughs> Woo! Okay, that's a perfect way to go into break right there, man. Uh, David Fales showed up big. We're going to talk all about him, and uh, we got to get our sponsors in here. So everybody, please listen to our sponsors. It helps us out. Please visit their sites. Check them out. Subscribe. Go get that uh, discount at realitysportsonline.com. Definitely hit that up because it's fantasy football season. Uh, Check these out. We'll be right back. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, Detroit Kool-Aid listeners? By now... Most of you have probably heard of Reality Sports Online, the most powerful fantasy sports platform where owners get to build and manage their fantasy team, just like an NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? It's time to go see what all the buzz in the Dynasty community is all about. I'm talking free agency, multi-year contracts, a rookie draft, multi-team trades, franchise tags, contract extensions, first round rookie options, automated contract and salary cap functionality, and much, much more. Think it sounds complicated? It's not. The best thing about Reality Sports Online Fantasy Front Office is it doesn't take any more time than a standard league. It just requires more strategy. Think you're among the fantasy elite? Well, this is the platform to test your mettle. Still not sure? You can test out your general manager skills for free in a mock free agency auction. If you like what you see, use promo code Kool-Aid, one word lowercase, promo code Kool-Aid, to receive a 10% discount on your team or league today. Fantasy just got real at realitysportsonline.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Grifka, we're back, man. We got to talk about uh, preseason game two. I mean, normally I don't like talking about preseason football, but 
I kind of enjoyed watching this football game. Not only was I enjoying the live tweeting and kind of some of the interactions with the fans and having fun there, it got off to a little rocky start where Deshaun Watson went right down the field, bing, bam, boom, touchdown to uh, D-hop. I mean, that's going to happen. But uh, the rest of the game, man, we saw some young guys play. We saw some defensive uh, plays that were exciting. We saw some turnovers. Um, David fails. I mean, the guy I just promoted with a absolute classic Caruso did some things. I mean, was, I enjoyed this game. I mean, I know you were at a function, but I, have you watched it? Have you read up? I mean, can you can you add anything to the show, Grifka? Yeah, I mean. Um... It's a good thing NFL networkers are around at two in the morning when they decide to play this game because I know they save the primetime games for like the Packers, the Steelers, the Cowboys. You know, I mean, that's when I'm like, how come you can't put this game on when I'm home? No, I got to stay up till like two in the morning on a Saturday night to sit here and watch the game. So I did. Um, well, I watched most of it. You know, that was one of those things. It was a late night coming back from said function, and you know, it took me a little bit to get back to sleep. So I stayed up and watched that. Um, the biggest thing was. Uh, like you said, and I, once again, I realized not all the starters were playing on the defensive line, but this team, they got to find the pass rush, man. There was times where, uh, you know, Watson was just standing back there. He had, the guy had all day. He could have ordered a hot dog from the vendor and ate it before they even would have got to him. So, um, once again, it's just preseason, you know, not losing my head. But um, I, that's there. if there's such a huge drop-off between the Lions 1s and number 2s, um, that, that might concern me a little bit. I know we're always talking about how much depth is on the team. Um, it still seemed like the offense was running a little sluggish. I know they're, they're, um, you know, doing the vanilla stuff right now. Stafford didn't play again. Carry on had a few nice runs right there, um, in the game as well. Um, but still, I mean, it just seemed like the offense was just a little stagnant with, uh, the new signee. Was it, uh, Josh Johnson, the, the journeyman? Yeah, that that's very alliterative right there. So, uh, <laughs> um, you know, fail, fails, you know, played better, you know, in the second half than he did in the first game. So, I mean, I like to see that. I don't know where that puts him on the depth chart or if that even helps him, you know, make the team. But he did look better there. And um, was it uh, your boy, Will the Thrill, you know, um, you know, made a few plays on defense, which was uh, nice to see. Yeah, man. Good stuff there. I mean, there's a few names that just jump out to me. I mean, uh, I'm curious your take because you've, you've basically add this guy to your, your hate list. Um, so I'm curious what you have to say, but I like not only what I saw from Jelani Tavai when it came to the run game, but I, I really loved what Spielman had to say about him and just the way he broke it down about him taking on blockers, the way he was filling holes, the, just the, uh, just kind of like the passion and the size this guy brings. I mean, we've already talked about that. Yeah, I don't think it's it's very uh, proper to put him out either on a receiver or good tight ends and say, go cover that guy. But uh, he brought some stuff to the table that I really like to see. So Tavai jumped out to me. Uh, Jalen Reeves-Mabin, uh, uh, JRM, man, this guy was, again, sideline to sideline, hitting, making plays, had some energy. I love to see that. And you mentioned him, man. My boy, Will Harris, I've been talking him up. He's had a slow start in camp. People saying he was having trouble in coverage. He's having trouble picking things up. He played a lot. And there was one time where they brought it up on the broadcast where a ball got thrown out wide. And if if he's, you know, a year or so in, this is probably a pick six, but he just did not really play the football that well. But he still was there where he should have been. Um, he obviously had the scoop and score for six. A couple other nice plays that I uh, noted and uh, really liked what I saw from him, as I told you, and Hughes and other people. 
Will Harris, when he does post-game interviews or just in the jersey, he looks like a dang football player, looks like a guy that can do some things for you and has a great head on his shoulders. So love what I saw there when you go to the offensive side of the ball. Like I say, David Fales was slinging that thing. I mean, he started just throwing the ball deep, which we don't see that much in Detroit anymore. So I love the football going 25, 35 yards down the field. My boy Travis Fulgham making catches. I thought that uh, overall they kind of moved it up and down decently and were able to get in the end zone. You know, I love the fact that the, the, the Zach Zenner, what's his initials? I mean, he's got two Zs, Grifka, right? So that's good. But, I mean, if it was three. Yeah. Yeah, if you had three Zs, you'd be asleep. <laughs> Absolutely, but that that play to Zach Zenner, man, he uh so wide open. It felt like it was schemed up well, or the either that or the defense had no clue. But nice little play where he was just wide open, walking the end zone. You gotta love that. Um, lots of encouraging things I took from that game. You know, you could say, "Oh, he still lost," or "Hey, you know, he only got good once the Texans backups were there." Hey. I, I thought I saw some decent things from depth players. Uh, so as much as I wasn't going to go crazy over week one, like I'm not putting people in the Hall of Fame, but I'm saying it's a pretty entertaining preseason game with, with the point totals and the things that happened, as well as, you know, something to build off for some of those defensive guys that, yeah, they might not be our frontline guys, but I saw some decent things. And all my head keeps saying is, Okri, are you going to know what to do with yourself when uh, flowers, snacks, <laughs> Uh, big Mike Daniels, A. Sean, and and Deshaun Hand and company are all up front just wreaking havoc. Like I don't even understand what that's going to be like, but I cannot wait to see it. Yeah, uh, like like I said, I was like listening to people afterwards, you know, calling in and you know complaining about the defense. And like I said, they I realize not all the stars would be like, well, A. Sean Robinson was playing. Yeah, but he's not a pass rusher. I mean, he's more of a run stuffer. So, like you said, you realize who's on the field. Realize their strengths. You know, don't expect Ashawn to be playing off the edge, coming off like Lawrence Taylor. You know, taking down you know Sean Watson. It's not going to happen. You know, so just you know, once again, I saw I was reading people are jumping ship and oh my god, this team's terrible. And um, oh okay, you know, just once again, it's preseason, pump the brakes. I mean, coming into game three here, this is supposed to be the the dress rehearsal. You know, um, we're going to talk about that next show, but still, I mean, just everybody pump the brakes on this. You know. You know, they'll get this thing turned around or, you know, get it going and it's going in the right direction right now. So everybody just stay calm. Griffco, you know what you could do to those people that are either calling in radio shows or you're talking to in person if you had a soundboard like I do? What's that? They could be like mid-sentence and you just do this. Ah! No. You don't like that call. I don't like that call. Not a very good call. I mean, wouldn't See, it be great to have like a, a, a soundboard in like real life when someone's just talking about something you don't care about, like the lady at work that wants to tell you about her cats, and then you just you just drop it on her? <laughs> I mean, would that be great or what? Yeah, but if I'm talking to somebody about the lines, then I'm gonna be like, hey man, you got a real opinion? Why don't you call nine eight nine two seven two three four eight four, and why don't you leave a message, and I'll get back to you? See, how awesome would that be? That's what I'm gonna yeah, start doing. That, That'd be a good cheap cheap pop if you did that. A little cheap plug, uh, which which you're becoming known for awesome. these days recently. So right. yeah, uh, get the, get that out there, Grifka. No doubt. Yeah, except the cat. Like, hey man. Except the know, cat lady. You know, we don't want her. Voice? You got a voice? Why don't you like hit me up on Twitter at, at Grifka DKC, and then I'll get back to you. <laughs> Boom. You know, just like that. 
<laughs> oh man, incredible. Maybe we'll I think we're gonna have to add that to the bell. When you do when you do a, a cheap plug, I'm just gonna have to hit a bell on you, I think. But uh I'm working on a I'm working on a Grifka bell. We might have a new sound here, but uh, we're definitely keeping that part of the show. Okay. So <laughs> so anyways, let's do this. I mean the game game's in the books, you know, and uh you know, like you said, they seem a little stagnant, turned around more in the second half. Some guys made some plays, got some nice stuff on tape, guys that we're both interested in seeing. Um like I said, game three is coming up, man. Um, dress rehearsal. This, this is this is supposed to be the big bad one, you know, against Buffalo. So, uh, you got anything else to say about game two? No, I think I think we've hit it. So, uh, like you say, everybody tune in Friday. Me and Grifka will be kind of previewing that game as well as talking about this new snacks uh, signing. You know, once we dig into that a little bit more and all types of other things, lying. So that'll be fun. But uh, last couple items, Grifka. So right before we went live to record. I listened to two podcasts today and one I'm trying to actually pull it up so people can go check it out if they want. I wish I had the sound clip, but one is this, it's a fantasy football show that I like to listen to. Um, the fantasy pros have a podcast and, uh, the name of this one today from, uh, this actually from Tuesday. I think I got the right one. Yeah. Uh, players you'll regret, regret drafting their ADP with this guy, James, K-O-H. If he's on Twitter, I'd like people to listen to this and hear his Lions takes and then go hit him up because I listened to it while uh, grabbing some grub today. And he all of a sudden, he just starts talking about Carrion Johnson and starts ragging on Carrion. I can't understand why he's getting taken so high. I take him like 20 picks later. So I'm like, okay, that's that's your opinion, whatever. Then he went in like another five to 10 minute diatribe, as well as the other guy who I, I don't mind. He's usually uh, kind of a co-host of the show. They just start telling about the Lions are the worst team. They got no offensive talent. Nobody wants anybody on the Lions offensively. I, I was getting angry, Griff. I was like, well, what, what's going on right now? It was like a five, 10 minute segment of these two clowns that were like going on and on like this was an expansion squad. What? I, I, once again, they must be like Packers fan, Patriots fan, Cowboys fan. Oh, wait, maybe they're the new up-and-coming Browns fan because I got Baker Mayfield. Mr. I haven't done nothing, but I get all the love. So, Grifka. Whatever. <laughs> that guy gets a whatever. whatever. <laughs> Grifka, did, did you just say Baker Mayfield on this show? Yeah, I unfortunately said it. I give that guy more I'm props like, than I do. That's Baker Mayfield right there. Baker. Yeah, yeah. I just want to let you know. He sucks, okay? Yeah, there you go. Mark it down. <laughs> I'm trying to fit that in whenever I can because you are going to hate that sound clip soon in this season. Gonna, and that's going to be yeah, like gonna, your biggest nightmare. Right, I'm going to love it when he tries to just throw a 15-yard in and he throws it behind the guy and it's picked off and the – the announcer's like, oh, he was tipped at the line of scrimmage, or oh, he must have been blocked by the linebacker because he's only three foot two. Uh, well, whatever. <laughs> no. All Baker right, Mayfield. well, yeah, okay. This guy that was on the podcast, not Baker Mayfield, I got a few sounds for him. Loser, 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 loser. So go check this out, Lions fans. Like I say, hunt this uh, James K.O. What's his name again? K-O-H. I don't even know how you would pronounce that. James Coe. A terrible take about our team. So so that annoyed me. But then another quick item. So I get home. Normally I'm kind of 
getting a few things ready before we get on the show. And like, I love listening to Matt Derry locked on lions. Cause it's usually, you know, 20, 30 minutes. He kind of gives his takes, gets me updated on things. I kind of like his style. Always liked him on the radio doing Pistons games too and stuff. So I throw him on and guess who's on there. Grifka. Take a Who guess. Showed up? Take a guess. <laughs> from, from right now or in the past? This is a this is a a ghost from our past that uh, that you know fondly. Give me a hint. Oh, I don't know. He said something at a certain press conference that you were a fan of back in the day. <laughs> press conference. Marinelli. Oh, it's, it's got to be Rod Parker then. <laughs> I turned this on and Rob, I'm like listening to him going, is that Rob Parker? I mean, you can tell his voice from a mile away, right? Still super negative about everything. Thinks he's like got these great hot takes, you know, it's like, I don't even know where he's working these days with just a big, you know, blowhards kind of hating on the lions. But then, then Matt Derry asked him about the infamous, uh, I wish you had married a better defensive coordinator quote, which I'm like, oh, this is right up Griff Cazali. I got to bring it up on the show. <laughs> so he brings it up and Rob Parker says, you know what I was really doing was trying to make light of the situation and get a laugh out of the guy. I brought that up thinking that he would say something to the effect of, yeah, I wish he would have married a, a Mike Ditka, but that's not, that's not her type. And I'm like, I'm like, really bro? Like you thought Marinelli was going to come back to you with that type of response. Do you know this guy at all? <laughs> like how ridiculous is that? He wasn't trying. No, he wasn't. He was no. ripping because that was a terrible defense, <laughs> and it was. And we all know nepotism when we see it. So right. that's all that was, and he was just like, "Yeah, don't you wish your daughter would have married a better defensive coordinator?" Yeah, that was like, <laughs> "Oh, maybe if you would have got, you know, uh, Vince Lombardi, ha ha ha, whatever." Right. Man. Give me a break. Yeah. Right. Yeah. After it was, that, uh, it was after the car. That, like, oh yeah, Mr. Parker, your box is already full and sitting by your car. Leave your <laughs> leave your door tag, you know, with the receptionist, and we'll send you your last check. Because <laughs> everybody knows you're going to get kicked out of Detroit because you know nobody likes you to begin with. But he did, that was that still is the greatest question ever at a press conference. It really is. <laughs> Rob Parker probably wouldn't admit it, but for a career decision, it might have been. I don't know. This. This is a bad decision. Period, point blank. It was a, a, one of the dumbest decisions I ever made. <laughs> oh, man. And his answer was even dumber. Oh, yeah. I, I bet I bet Captain Rod was going to break out into some, some aw shucks routine or some slapstick with you on that line, buddy. I just thought that was hilarious. And then, like I said, he went on to rag the Lions and say how bad they're going to be. And Matt Stafford's never won anything. And he doesn't see them. You know, they pumped up. Aaron Rod- oh, Aaron Rodgers is the best of all time. If he's healthy, they're going to win the division. I was like, okay, I'm done with this right now. So two podcasts today, Griff, who got me fired up, about ready to go go hit somebody uh, with my pads on. <laughs> nice. <laughs> or uh, or I don't know if, if Rob Parker was in front of me at the time. Hold on. Uh, if Rob Parker was around, you know, I might have just done this. <laughs> <laughs> the favorite part about that sound clip, Grifka, is the pause before the knockout shot. Listen again. This would be my combo meal on Rob Parker and then the knockout shot. Wait for it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Classic stuff, man. So I just want to talk about that. Grifka, how about we end the show on another light note? You want to do that? Sure. 
<laughs> so Grifka, you promoted the um, line, um, the DKC listener line, which is tremendous. I, I love that you're finally uh, helping the show out with that, doing a few promos. Number? If if I'm right, that number's what nine eight nine two seven two three four eight four. Kevin Smith. Herman Moore. Herman you can't Moore. you can't forget it at the end. But uh, we we've had some great. I can forget about Kevin Smith. Okay. <laughs> oh, but but not Kevin Smith. Um, <laughs> there's a difference. Yeah, and uh, tackle. What he made shoe string tackles? <laughs> no, he'd get tackled by the shoe string every time. Right. Um, but so we've had great calls from Conrad in Huntsville. Um, you know, he's a classic caller of the show. Uh, we've had. Um, I mean, we got to get we got to get Conrad's sound clip in here if we're gonna talk about him. Roll Tide, baby. And uh, we've had another guy on the show who's just like Chuck's uh, favorite fan. His name's Todd. Uh, he's been on the uh, fantasy show a little bit, uh, spitting some very awkward rhymes and and different things at the show. But today, Grifka, we got another caller. Again, we don't play all these calls on the show. A lot of them we either have to filter out or we kind of you know, keep just for uh, listen to for fun and use, you know, show topics. But if you leave us a great call, we'll put you on the show. If you leave us a not great call, we'll put you on the show. And Grifka, I'm not sure where this one falls on that spectrum. But uh, what I do know is that we appreciate the call in. And uh, this guy, I'm going to play this call one, because I want you to sort of decipher it because some of those things in it, I couldn't really make out, but I thought they were humorous to say the least and this guy definitely has a take on the lions so you ready to hit you ready for me to hit play on this thing and we'll see what uh we come out again if you leave a call don't expect that we're just gonna love it we we, we may have some fun with this one and we also may uh you know talk about what this guy's take is on the lions uh Grifka, you ready to do this let's hear this all right let's see what this guy has to say here we go okay detroit kool-aid podcast uh this is uh uh, Lafurge's Nuggets. Uh, <laughs> this is for stuck in the middle of the road, Derek, and what? the populists get 12 and 4 Grifka. Uh, you guys are the best lions of my podcast watching. Huh? Down pat. I'm, uh, within six stage, decades, lion span, do or die. Just want to say that based on both of your games, one preseason takes, you're both drinking a drug laced Lions Kool-Aid. <laughs> what? No Why? Way. Because the Lions are light years away from playoff material. I don't think so. Our second and third teams suck. I disagree. Our first teamers have proved nothing, mm. and history has proven the Lions are pretty sorry. History doesn't matter. Not to mention the impact injuries will have on this team with a suck depth at critical positions. Please... Use your after preseason game two against the Texans to argue me right or wrong. Go for it, guys. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks. <laughs> Man, a lot to unpack there, Grifka. But <laughs> are you there? <laughs> the, yeah, the, the first thing I want to unpack is is what what's the name of this caller? I, I I'm putting it at at Frosty McNuggets is what I wrote down here on my sheet. I don't know. I heard Harry Sachs myself, but I'm not quite for sure. <laughs> no, I think it was uh, seriously though. I think Lafurge's Nuggets is what I heard. I'd love the people to hit us up on Twitter of what this guy's either name or his his catchphrase was. That's the first thing. The the second part, I mean, 
gosh, I don't know. I don't know if I can replay it, uh, this little section, but this was my favorite part of this section. Let me see if this works. Uh, you guys are the best lions of my podcast watching. Huh? Down fat. But his, his first his first part was just so funny to me because it was like it was like a riddle it was like a riddle wrapped in a rhyme I don't know what it was but it was interesting so good Grifka what did you take from that call? Um, he's just one of those guys that uh, has his mindset that you know history he's always going to say you know uh, you know uh, they've 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 never been good blah 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 they're going to suck again this year. They don't have any talent. First team hasn't done anything. Second team hasn't done anything. So, I mean, like we said, you know, it's the second preseason game. You know, me, I'm not going to be able to talk him, you know, talk him down because, you know, like Watson took the team down the field, you know, so I really can't debate you on that. But I think there's some talent there and, uh, you know, they just, um, just got to put it all together. I don't think they're going to suck forever. So. Yeah, I uh, I was just having some fun off the top, but like the gist of his call, you know, like you say, it sounds to be, I think he said six decade Lions fan. So obviously respect that. Love that you listen to the show. We we really appreciate it. We've obviously had calls and other things on here that we have some fun with. So, um, you know, just, just doing that uh, to, to have some fun and make some jokes. But I mean, his overall take is that the Lions have no depth, even their starters aren't good. And then he was saying that you know, these guaranteed injuries that are going to hit are just going to kind of disrail, derail this team. So, I mean, I had fun during his call sort of making little comments, but I, I meant all those. Like, I feel like this team can be a playoff football team, you know, if they max out their potential. I think any team could get hurt by injuries any year, but to go ahead and say their backups are just trash and their starters aren't good enough. And their history is is a reason that they won't be good this year. I mean, how many times am I going to fight him on that, Grifka, where I have to tell you that just because it rained yesterday doesn't mean it's going to rain tomorrow. Um, you know, or rain six years later is more what I do with the Lions people that want to reference the last 20 years. It's like, okay, those, those 20 years are really impacting this current football team. So I definitely have an issue with that take. But, I mean, we'll see. Like, this guy's going off one preseason game. Lafurgis Nuggets is saying after one preseason game that – you know, yeah, he didn't see anything. They looked terrible, but that's why we don't judge a, a NFL football team off what they do in the first preseason game. So, um, you know, like I say, um, it's definitely kind of a, a, per, a show me, hey, I want to see this before I believe it. It's also a guy that has watched lots of losing football for the Lions, which we all understand and can somewhat appreciate. But I'd say, you know, wait till they really start playing football in September, see what those starters look like, as well as, um, you know, you saw some flashes from the backups as we talked about on this show. So Lafurgis, I'd say just hang in there. Definitely call back. Um, we we appreciate your takes. The delivery was spot on. I mean, good stuff, I thought, Grifka. Yeah, I appreciate the call, definitely. So Grifka hits you up with that number. Uh, we've talked about all types of things on this show. I say it's about time to get out of here, Grifka, but you know as well as I do, we don't do that without asking you one final question, which is... Do you have anything else for the people? Uh, nope. <laughs> oh, it makes me laugh every time. I even don't know why, but it's classic. So, everybody, uh, another fun episode of the Kool-Aid cast. Hope you enjoyed it. Check us back here Friday morning. Be talking all things Lions, getting you ready for this preseason game. Friday night, 8 o'clock against the uh, Buffalo Bills. It should be a good one. I'm looking forward to it. Drink it in. We'll catch you then. We're out. Back to back, start the plane, this 
drink it in, man.